Ovechkin storming in. Alexander Ovechkin curl and drag to the back end. He scores! Simply sensational! What's up, guys? Welcome back to the Pizzas Here podcast. I'm EA, and I'm joined by Jake, Joey, and Will. And in addition to the regular guys, we're also joined by a nice guest today, Travis. Yo. Travis, how's it going, buddy? It's all right. How are you guys doing? Great, great. Sick. Sick. Yeah, J- Jake is sick as hell. But uh, Same. You, guys, you guys should know oh, Travis, yeah. King Tut, Travis Tuthill, right? Did I say that correct? You did. That's surprising. All right, People so don't you, usually say it right. I don't remember where I saw that, but I saw it somewhere where your nickname was King Tut. It might have been on like your hockey team's account or oh, something. Oh, yeah. That's what they but, call me. All right. Yeah, so we're, we're, we're joined by Travis today. You guys will know him at his normal Twitter, Travis or Tuthill underscore Travis or Average Caps fan. Not <laughs> at Capitals. Not at Capitals. Um, yeah. But, uh, Travis, no waiting, glad Travis. you're here today. Yeah. Back, <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> all right but uh yeah travis thanks for being here today uh so let's just dive right into it so uh one thing that i learned uh today actually through my little research uh during the 2018 cup run right before game six against the pens you tweeted out to lil b the based god who uh some of you may have known back in the day he would be blessing and cursing nba athletes and other stuff and uh umbc athletics who's we all know's basketball team is the only number 16 seed in the NCAA tournament to dethrone a number one seed. Uh, you tweeted at them asking them for the Caps to be blessed in their uh, their matchup against the Pens. And uh, surprisingly, both accounts responded and gave you their blessings and the Caps. And uh, as we all know, that we beat Penguins, the Penguins in six and then went on to win the Stanley Cup. I bet that was interesting. Uh, were you surprised that uh, both of the people responded? What was that like? Um, I was I was surprised. You know what it was? It was more of like a a desperation thing for me because there were years and years where I would try I would try certain things like, oh, I'm not going to shave my beard. I'm going to sit in the same spot. I'm going to wear the same jersey. Nothing worked. And I was like, like I said, it was real desperation time. I was like, you know what? I know these accounts. I know especially Lil B likes to bless and curse everybody. So I was like, please, like do something like we need this, like we need to finish this off. And I Rasting was draws. for real. Like, so that, that was pretty much what I was thinking in that time. I guess it worked. So thanks for doing yeah, that. <laughs> You're welcome. Yeah. So yeah, have you, have you done that the years past where we've three years in a row lost in the first round? Have you tried, have no. you done anything in those years? Oh, Oh God. No. It was no. So maybe, maybe the one time you did that, we won the Stanley Cup. So maybe I think it's time to bring it back. I think by law, at yeah. the beginning of each playoff series, you should uh should hit them back up or well, something. Travis, you remember, you know, 2017, how everybody on Capsule was like basically like losing their fucking mind. Like we were just like we were unconsolable after that loss to Pittsburgh. Oh we yeah, like, it was I bad. I was like so bad. <laughs> I was really contemplating on like staying a fan after that i was like i i don't know how much i can deal with this anymore yeah uh all right this is a question i've i've been i've been waiting to ask you travis man oh boy so we all so we all know that there's a history of people on hockey twitter that thinking that you run the caps 
Caps account, obviously, has been going on for a while. And uh, last year, after our, say, legendary encounter with Tom Wilson and the Rangers, the actual Caps account user who ran, runs the account posted a Tom Wilson meme saying that he lives rent-free in people's heads. There's a lot of commotion around people thinking that it was actually you who posted it. Uh, can you <laughs> tell us more about actually what happened? And, if you, and do you have a favorite tweet tweeted at you from that day? Uh, okay. So first, what happened was I saw they posted it. They were getting se- semi-ratioed by all the <laughs> other fans. Like, oh, you are so sick in the head. What is wrong with you? So they deleted it. And just for, you know, giggles or whatever, it's I was like, you know what? Yeah, I was like, I- I'm going to post it. Screw it. Like, I- I'll leave it up. I, I want people to see this. And then just out of nowhere, I was sitting alone in my room just getting blown up. Like, DMs. As one does. Yeah, just. (laughs) Oh, my my God. Pause. (laughs) Oh, no. But, yeah, um, people were sending me hate messages, death threats, calling me Nate, like, slurs. It was really, it was a. It was actually a really weird and like upsetting couple of days, yeah. but I can't remember the the name. There was a a blue check mark who like quote tweeted my yeah they, she quote tweeted my post where I was like I'll leave it up screw it and she was like this is unbelievable the the actual caps. Twitter account who runs it is posting on his personal account like what a joke and she like ran she did something with the devils I forget her name is she like is her name but she uh, quotes I think it's Rachel Rachel, Rachel something Dory Rachel yeah, Dory she's yeah. a team account deleted it but the guy who runs the account clearly likes his work that is oh. a seriously deranged sense of humor social media managers take a lot of undeserved crap but this guy deserves it all <laughs> I have the article pulled up. <laughs> um, yeah, and that that pretty much took on a life of its own. Like, people just assumed. I was like, I'm just some kid. Like, I'm just sitting in my room. Yeah, right. <laughs> you have the power of God in your hands, apparently. I feel like I tweeted one, like, a, a couple weeks ago that you retweeted that was Dude, pretty like, funny. It's so weird. I can't remember I it. against the Islanders in 2020 during the playoffs, like, in the bubble. I said Anders Lee was dirty for injuring Backstrom. They're like, oh, said the Tom Wilson thing. I was like, motherfucker, Tom Wilson has done yeah. nothing. Like, he's... People, people will use the argument of Tom Wilson being on our fan base's team to, like, defend anything. Like, like somebody on another team could, like, blatantly, like, use his skate blade to cut someone's jugular open. <laughs> and if we're like, if we're like, yo, that... And, like, if we'll respond and we're like, yo, that's kind of messed up. Like, I don't think you should do that. They'll be like, oh, you like Tom Wilson? that's the entire argument it's like i didn't realize that i like i think i like honestly like i feel like genuinely every caps fan can acknowledge that tom wilson has done dirty things no one's denying that but like they'll try to use like that fact to like it's like like take away the importance or like seriousness of something other people have done it's like two wrongs don't like just because one worse is bad than the other it's like that doesn't just excuse someone else doing something but people don't understand that simple concept. Um, but yeah. Why would they? So, um, you're from New Jersey. Um, first things first. I'm yes. Gonna make sure to send you a link to how to pump your own. That must uh, make suck. Sure to send a link to you a video how to pump your own gas. 
Um, but second oh, off, you know, the, the classic second Jersey off, joke. Off, um, I've never heard that before. Up, Sorry, I was so I was laughing so hard. Shut up, Will. Um, spoilers <laughs> and four. Um, so how did you become a Capitals fan exactly? And um, what's your favorite memory like from the Cup run or just from from like? Your whole just I mean I know the cup run is probably like your favorite but like what's your favorite memory from the cup run? Ah, well, apart from the cup run, we all know it's the cup run. So what's your what's your favorite besides that? All right. <laughs> so I was born into a Boston household. Oh jeez. And this was before there except except for the Patriots. It's not the Patriots. It's Bruins, Celtics, and. Red Sox. So I grew up like in them, but they were classically known as chokers up until oh, yeah, the Red Sox like broke the curse. Yeah, for real. So what happened was my my dad had sat us down and he was like, you guys don't have to root for my teams. Like, you guys are probably better off picking another team because you probably won't see a, a championship from any of these teams. So I was like, me being like five or six, I was like, "Oh, okay. Oh, look at this, this new Alex Ovechkin in the league. Let me just migrate towards him and Washington." And then my brother decided to go with Sidney Crosby and the Penguins. So, what was ironic was that as soon as I left, you know, the Boston fan base, Red Sox immediately win. The Celtics get one. The Bruins get one. The the Red Sox win again. The Penguins win Patriots three. Exist. And I was sitting there, and I was sitting there with nothing. And I was like, I thought I was never gonna watch a championship. Meanwhile, everybody else in my family gets like five, and I get zero. But that's how that came to be. And if you're asking me for well, a favorite moment or a favorite uh. Like a favorite memory. Um, Finding probably... out Ovechkin has a certain piercing. What? No, probably no not. Laugh at that? Do you guys not get the joke? I get it. Oh yeah, we get it. It aired. Jeez, all right. I just got aired. I have to go with game two, 2013. Oh, Mike Green yeah. overtime. Oh, no, I, I just. That's a legend. That would be a legend. I think that was like one of those one of those times where you know it felt different, even though it ended up the same. But it was just like a pop in the building that you could hear on live TV that was just insane. That might be one of the loudest crowds ever, just hands down in Capital One. I think one of the loudest Oh uh, I think maybe one of the loudest might have been game six versus Tampa. That might be the loudest ever in my opinion, because that, that building yeah. for some reason not like hopelessly depressed about the fact that we could be eliminated that night. Um if I, I do know that you were also one of your cutlet run things, one of the things that you were famous for was your sign. That's like basically spawned the whole video. I will wait. You had the sign worth the wait. You and Sean on the steps after yes. the because you were in DC for it, and that was pretty awesome. That's pretty cool too. Um, all right. Yeah, they they made a whole T-shirt. Yeah, hey, you did you get any compensation for that? I did not. Hey, I'm still pissed up, about that. Russian machine. I got beef. I got beef. Russian machine wrote an article about you. <laughs> About oh, yeah. the, about when you hit up Lil B and UNBC. Yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah. I got beef with them. <laughs> Get your bag, honestly, bro. For real, I was trying. They couldn't even give you like five percent, man. Like, come on, bro. I, it was up to me, Sean, and uh, and Ryan. Ryan took the photo. And I was telling them, like, guys, we can get, like, some money from this. And they were like, ah, just leave it. Like, just let them, let them do it. I was like, what? Oh, who you cares? Know, we won the cup. You for just kind of letting that be, like, in the moment. But, like, deep down, it's like, you fucking have <laughs> Yeah, I mean, we could have had some sort of, but whatever. It's all good, bro. You, 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 uh, bro, you got to get the bag, like, whenever you can. That's just the facts. All right, all right. So, 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 so. Going back to the modern day, uh, after what, like three first round exits. Um, <laughs> so you know, we we started out pretty hot. Things were going pretty well. You know, mm -hmm. capped for the cup. Kuznetsov is hard candidate again. Uh, not that he ever really was, but you know, we hope so. But now you know, things are things are going off the rails a little bit. We lost Oshi. We lost Mantha. Like, what's your plan now if you're like Laviolette or? Brian McCall and to like get the Capitals back on track with like these injuries. Who gets more ice time? Any like line lineup changes that you would make? You know, like um, how, how are you getting us back on track? If you're you know, that. All right, if I'm Peter, obviously he's gonna try to sign a fifty year old defenseman <laughs> to get us on yeah, track yeah, and free agent. cut cut out Faravari or whatever. But if I'm me, I think we just <laughs> I I think we have to just go through it. I think we have to because this gives us a lot of chances to play all these young guys and get get them NHL experience. And I think even though we might lose some games, it's important to get those get those young guys, you know, in the lineup and definitely. Um, as as far as line changes. I, I like – I don't think they've ever changed them, but I, I love OV with Wilson. I think that's a ridiculously scary uh, combination. Yeah. Yeah, I, I would not want to be on the ice. Put Lee's in. Yeah, I would skate off the – I would quit. Like, I would not play hockey. Put Lee's in at center. Halftime, be like, I'm good. <laughs> My career's been long enough. But Lisa at center with Ovi and Wilson on the wings, just have six five, six That's four, and Ovechkin. Yeah, it'd be I scary. I think no. running it out be good. I think not giving something stupid yeah. would be nice. Yeah, for real. But yeah, no, I think I think they just got to go through it. We should get back. Yeah, back I soon. agree. Back come back soon. I think. Um, so. I think he's supposed to come back in the near future. But I I agree with you, Travis. On you know, we just got to go through it, and, you know, we have to look at the silver lining in this, you know, although it sucks that we have core players missing a lot of them to, you know, be exact, but it's it, we got to look at the bright side in this and that our young guys who don't have a lot of NHL experience, they're now getting that opportunity to do so, and, you know, so far for the vast majority of it, you know, we've seen a lot of good things from each and every one of them, so I think it's important that all of them are finally getting their chances. And, like, you know, Leeson has two goals in the last three games. I mean, right. obviously the first yep. one was a little a little bit of a fluke going off a of headman, but, you know, <laughs> he was our one goal yesterday against the Flyers, so that's a good thing. But um, so that, that kind of goes just brings us into our next question. Um, what Capitals rookie would you say has impressed you the most and, you know, why? 
Hmm. All right. Um, just on the the last one, just it's also early in the season. Like I don't think there's any reason for us to panic. Yeah. Like we have like seventy plus games left. Like I think we're we're gonna be fine. But uh, my, I would have to say McMichael. I think. Yeah. I, I think, think it was what he would say. right. I think it was uh, Lapierre. I think he's well enough that he will make the team and be a consistent player on the team. I just think McMichael is already there. I think McMichael yeah. is going to be a crazy good player, and I think he's already a Barivari. He's he doesn't feel he's, like a that's the weird thing. He feels like he's doing the yeah. Farav yeah has been agreed. Good. That's incredible. One one quick thing for McMichael. McMichael, to be honest. Yeah, no, I yeah, I agree. One one thing, like I was looking at, um, our good our good friend Stack Guy Blake, he was mm-hmm. uh, he posted like a week ago, uh, the Caps like so far up to that point on ice expected scoring for five v five, and McMichael was leading our team in uh five v five expected scoring like by a good bit. Like if you look at the chart. The most of the team is over is over like the midway point for like being good versus bad, um. But McMichael, it's like he has three point up at this point. He had three point two goals, goals for expected per sixty, versus goal goals allowed. So like, to the to the common person that basically means good. He's 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 bringing chances that you know you expect to score off of. So. I mean, obviously, we have our main guys that, you know, you'd expect to be doing that. Like, at this point, we still had Oshie playing, and Kuznetsov was obviously playing, and Ovechkin, they're all high up there. But on that on that chart, at that time, McMichael was the best in that category. So, and like like Will said, um, you know, McMichael's just been really good all around. Like, there, there isn't, like, a certain, like, flaw that I could pick out in his game up to this point. No. Obviously, the sample size is small, but, you know, McMichael – Given the time that he's been playing, he looks like he's been there a lot longer than a couple weeks. Definitely. I think the biggest thing will be once once Backstrom comes back, what they do with the center core because they have six, five guys who could play center, and they're all going to be healthy. We're going to send Lapierre back, I surely, right? I think we all agree on that. Yeah, it's Eller, <laughs> no, yeah, Dowd. but like. That's just like another sidebar yeah, I, know, I forgot I know to mention in the script. Because he, he, I think, <laughs> but they, I think he can only play yeah. nine games. I think I remember last time we talked about this. It's ten. It's ten. I, I heard Locker say it yesterday. It's like the the number that you get to like go like once you've gotten on the ice, it counts, and you have you have ten games before it oh, okay. starts so counting on your rookie contract. I think he's at nine or ten now. He either has one more or he's done. So surely they like, said. Lo- that's what Locker was saying. He's like, it's time for some tough decisions. Like, what are they going to do? But, I mean, we have people coming back, and it's like people like that we bring up from Hershey, you know, it's like they're already on their deals, so it already counts. It's like there's no harm from playing them in games. That's why he's bringing them up now. So I, I think that's what's going to happen. They're going to send LaPierre back, and then I would assume next year he's going to be a full-time guy. Yeah. Uh, so, um, Travis, we know you're a Cavs fan because of Ovechkin, and we know Ovechkin has a – a lot of goals in his career. Um, oh, he does. Yeah, I'm, I'm shocked too. I thought he just. I think he's gonna end up just, being pretty good. Fifth, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I thought he just stood in the uh, faceoff circle. That's weird. Um, what's your favorite OV goal from his career apart from the iconic Arizona 
rookie. And if it's goal. not that Arizona one, then tell us that it's not that. But yeah. That's, I that's mean, it's not mine, honestly. It's it's the most iconic, though, I, I feel like. It's got to be either the one against the Rangers in 09, where he like just pretty much deked through everybody and then like fell to his knees and scored. I think it was game... He did that Five. against the Wings too, right? Wait, Joe or no, like Montreal. No, he did that against. He did that against. Montreal um, I mean, he's done it against everybody, but he did yeah. that against the Devils, right? The one where he he like went yeah. to his backhand and fell to his knees and yeah, top shelf. yeah, that's right. my favorite OP goal. That and then there's the audacity so to call Alexander Holtz, which, for the record, I really like. He's going to be an insane player, but they had the nerve to call him Alexander the Great. And it's like, <laughs> yeah, what dude, is that about? They did the real Alexander Great's been tearing your team up for like 20 years. Yeah, the real Alexander the Great either, you know, died at like 20 years old after, uh, <laughs> you know, conquering most of the known world, or has over 700 NHL. Big goals. history. That, those buff are the will. only two ways you get it. Like, Shout out, will. Big history buff, back. Will. Back check. Shout out college check. education. Texas Horns education. Shout out, Shout out, out overpaying for university. I pay like 10k, bro. That's pretty. No, average. I'm saying in general for everybody, not just right. you. Hold on, we, yeah, Travis. So what's the goal? He's, I, think he's... I pay less than that. Hashtag athletics. What did you see? Did you say the Rangers won? If if it's not that one, it has to be 2009 against the Canadians, where he just pretty much he uh like spun around hammerly. That's my favorite. That's and my he gets, favorite. He gets pulled down and still scores. Yeah, that's my favorite. That's like just like the cleanest move I've like ever it's seen an, him do. It's ridiculous. Like where he hits it off the wall and just spins around the guy. It's and then it's still falls down and has enough to to push it into the net like how is this man a real human yeah that that's speaking of you know incredible goals me and will talked about it and wanted to bring it up Connor freaking mcdavid dude oh my god Oof. oh my god like two days that ago so or yesterday nice. or whatever when he i could totally do dribbled, that i said dribbled he he, he <laughs> went through four people and just absolutely murdered the totally goalie it's like it's how do you even do that the defense all just gave up. Anyways, the defense all just kind of gave up. <laughs> Every single person on that on the ice at that time for the other team just needs to hang they up all the. Just gave up. One of them was Truba. Truba was like hailed as this defensive mastermind by them. Truba gets clowned by the Rangers fan base. It's hilarious. They always call him a a, a cone. I like, I like how people say the Carlson contract was going to be bad, but like Carlson's contract hasn't aged bad at all. It's honestly gotten a lot better with time. Actually, considered with what people are giving out, like Seb Jones. People will give nine million to seven million yeah. a pylon that can sometimes score. <laughs> at least Carlson always scores and is a pylon, but he scores a lot, so like at least he counterbalances it. Seth Jones just kind of does nothing. It's amazing. I hate Seth Jones. Um. So yeah, you also. I, I'm talking about how I can do things on the ice. I can't do shit on the ice, but Travis. Happens to be. You didn't have to tell us that. Um, Travis happens to be a very sick. What? What? For, I, I know this is kind of a side question. What level of hockey do you play? What level is it exactly? Division two. That's college, correct? That's yeah. Sick. Division two college hockey. Yeah. My man Travis is, if I remember, it's Stockton. Stockton. Yeah. Pretty impressive. He's. Oh, they have a good rock. Number twenty-eight, Travis Tuthill. Yeah, twenty-eight. Sick goal scorer. He scores about a goal per game. Um. Also, he's about the only. Like, he's one of the most popular players on the team because basically three thousand people love him. Um. <laughs> but what is your favorite moment or memory from being a player yourself? What have you done? What like of what you've done on the ice? Is there a special moment? 
game interaction what was what's the favorite damn that's crazy because i've been playing since i was three so there's been so much going on there's been so many places i've been so many games so many tournaments just going off like a recency sort of bias is probably when i won like my high school championship my senior year because that's just kind of like a damn you got a senior athletic season what's that like hashtag covid yeah for real but like it's just like one of those moments like a movie moment you can always like yeah my senior year of high school i won the high school hockey championship and it was cool because i we got uh we pretty much got like a bunch of the kids from the school to come out and watch us. There was like, if I remember correctly, it was three, like almost 330 people that showed up for our uh, championship game, which was kind of a lot for where I'm from. Like South Jersey is not really known to have a good hockey backing, but we managed to do it. And I think that was probably a great moment that I'm going to remember. And then I'll probably talk about to my kids when I'm washed up. Like, yeah, I won the, I won the championship, like. Hell yeah, and you can you can juice the hell out of it and be like, yeah, you know, I had like eight goals that game. Yeah, for yeah. Knocked a guy out, shot his tooth out. You you know. <laughs> had yeah, had the OT winner. You know, not a big deal. Yeah, that's pretty awesome. Do you have a person or player you try to replicate your game after? I mean, Ovechkin's probably an obvious one, but do you have someone like legitimately like, you actually like as a kid growing up, you sort of modeled your game around like what you like to do. It's it's always been since I can remember. It's always been Backstrom. Backstrom. That's awesome. Oh yeah, I like That's a good I like that he's after. So you're the you're the. I like the that he's with a sneaky good shot. Yeah, I, I like to say I'm a playmaker. I I I don't have like the greatest strength or the greatest speed, but like I kind of just like lurk around and have a high hockey IQ, I guess. Not the vision. Yeah. Tape that, to tape. It makes it easier because real. He's real got a, hard he's got a chill X Factor card. First guy in, last guy out kind of vibes, right? It's so funny. ESPN and just like sports like websites will say that about every single player. It's like there's no way every single guy. No, on the what they say about every guy. single good white player in like the NFL, like first guy in, last guy out. Like that's what you they say. <laughs> They like go into this heart. Yes, yeah. I actually Remember, love they that. They talked about it when they were saying all like the, yeah. like the superlatives they say are just like racial stereotypes. It's so funny. Um, but yeah, so you think so I love you think Backstrom? Um, so you think you're like a playmaker? Is there is there any like adjustments you've made over time? Any sort of like you know have you like have, like was there ever a time where you kind of wanted to change it up? Have you always been stuck to that? Like you want to be that like high hockey IQ be involved in the play at all times you want to be like that do you ever, do you ever wish you could be like the snipe like the guy who was always shooting the puck and scoring do you ever wish that maybe i see no because ever since even when i played when i started out playing street hockey i was always taught the assist is just as important if not more important than the goal and i and i always for some reason stuck with me i was like i always want to be that guy that sets somebody else up like i want to be me. I want to like make that sweet pass like through the seam, like backdoor, wide open net. Like I, I, I could care less about scoring. Like I, I love the feeling that like I made that play. So I, 
Yeah, it's almost as good. It's almost as good. That's what I like. I think it's better. It's just as good. Man, I don't know. I'm a, I'm a goal scorer, man. I, I, you can't I have can't a goal really, without I'm, an assist I'm unless you're McDavid. Score. I love scoring. It's like the best thing about me, in my opinion. I know, like, I, I get when people say they like, like, assisting and stuff. Like, it's it's really awesome. But, like, am I, I just, if, if I don't score a goal, I'm going to punch a hole in the wall. Like, I'm just like, I have to score something. Like, it's. <laughs> yeah, everybody, everybody's got to play their part. I mean, we have to have goal scorers. Travis Tuttle to Joe Byers. Two years, guys. Don't worry. I'll get on the skates. Let's do it. Um, Will, you're up, buddy. Yeah, I got uh, one question for you related more to the NHL. Um, what's your favorite team or player rivalry around the league that isn't, you know, I guess probably not just like Caps really. Like I feel like Caps-Pens is kind of everybody's favorite around yeah. our little sphere. But like, you know, you've got, like for me, it's it's the Battle of Alberta. I love watching the Oilers and the Flames go at it. Uh, there are some really good player rivalries too. Obviously, Wilson Reeves is the first one that we would think of. But you know, what's kind of what are some rivalries that you like to like to like to think about, like to watch uh, outside of like the Capitals hemisphere? Um, I I love watching uh, Flyers Penguins. I love, especially when Crosby's in. I I love Crosby going after him in Philly when they boo him every time he touches the puck. And then he goes on like a rampage and scores like two goals and they win. Um, I, I like Boston, Boston and uh, Montreal. Obviously, from still not gonna be uh, not open to uh, what do you say? Change anybody's thoughts, but I still kind of have a soft spot for Boston. Ugh. Sorry. <laughs> I like Foster Knox. I like Foster That's as far as I'll go. <laughs> yeah, me too. You, you, you don't like Bergeron? Okay, Bergeron's good too. That's a likable guy. Yeah, he just kind of doesn't do anything wrong. Like Bergeron had like four the other day. That was crazy. Yeah, against Detroit. Yeah. All right. So, uh, so this brings us to uh, our first ever Manscaped uh, advertisement read. Uh, as as a lot of you know, we recently uh, formed a partnership with Manscaped. But uh, yeah, so support today for the Pizzas Here podcast is brought to you by Manscaped, who is the best in men's below-the-waist grooming, the champions of the world. Manscaped offers precision-engineered tools for your family jewels. Manscaped just launched their fourth-generation trimmer, the Lawnmower 4.0. You heard that right, the 4.0. Join over 4 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped with this exclusive offer for you. Use code PHP at manscaped.com for 20% off and free worldwide shipping. Again, that's code PHP at manscaped.com. Uh, Manscaped recently sent us out some nice some nice goods, uh, sent us the new lawnmower 4.0s and uh, some nice products. So uh, yeah. I've already used all of mine and uh, I only have good it. things to I only have good things to say. I'm actually wearing my Manscaped t-shirt right now. It's like a glove. It fits like a glove. Um, one of my favorite products is the, uh, the crop preserver, which is, uh, an anti-chafing ball deodorant. Uh, you put it on after you shower and, uh, it does just that. So, uh, smells great. Feels great. Uh, can't say much else yeah. about it, but I, Manscaped is great. Go use our code PHP yeah, at manscaped.com. I gotta yeah. go. All right. 
by the way, Jake is Jake, Jake is, is suffering shit. from illness. Jake is suffering right now. He had to step out, but uh, we appreciate him <laughs> thugging it out today for us. Beautiful and amazing, and we appreciate all time yeah. in the world. But I love you, Jake. Hope he's feeling better. Yeah. Um, but uh, anyways, back to hockey. Um, we uh, in our last episode with Michael from Stars and Sticks, we uh made our predictions for our then next three matchups against the Lightning, Panthers, and Flyers. Uh, we were a bit optimistic. A lot of us had us going positive, like two, two and one. I think I think one person even said three and zero. I'm not sure who, but we yeah, uh, common Joey L. Just kidding. Uh, but we were we were somewhat optimistic going into our two games in the state of Florida and uh, against Philly. But as we know, we uh, we lost to the Lightning three to two on Monday. Uh, we lost to the Panthers on Thursday five to four in overtime. We all know how good the Caps are in overtime. Shout out Samantha Pell. Uh, mm. And then yesterday, we uh, we lost to the Philly Flyers two to one. Um, it, it hasn't been great. I mean, we all know. Obviously, part of the reasoning for that is that we're missing our entire like second line and uh, a lot of important players like Backstrom and Oshie and uh, and Mantha, who we now know is likely out for the rest of the year. Possibly coming back in the playoffs, but that's not guaranteed. So uh, we wish a, a quick and nice recovery for him. We'll miss you. But uh, what are your guys' thoughts on the the past stretch of games? Uh, what do we think has gone well, and what do we think is the reasoning behind uh, us going 0-3 or 0-2-1 to say? I would like to say. start off by saying I just want to know what the fuck happened with Samsonov again the Panthers game because it started off he <laughs> left the ice – he came back. Everything seemed fine. He had to take a poop. And then all of a sudden, chaos ensues. Like, the first two goals, it was a lot of contact and the pain and stuff. The third one, I don't know what the fuck went through his brain. He just straight up went to the butterfly, yeah. and the puck went over him. And he, I, I first thought it was a screen, but Montfort just straight up shot at him, and, and he just never tracked it properly. And I was like, okay. Yeah, wrong. like, those, those first two goals were, you know, scrummages right in front of the net. You can argue that he was... You know, he was, his vision was blinded. He, you know, he couldn't see where it was. So that's, I mean, you know, that's not really the goalie's fault. But, um, yeah, like Joey just said, uh, that third goal was was really something. It was a right little after, parabola slow right shot from far out. All the momentum in the world. Like, we were playing really good. Yeah, I don't, he, he went into the butterfly on a shot from, like, practically the blue line. I'm not exactly sure what was going through his head there. But, um, you know, like like we a bunch of us have said, you know, I, I think VTech looks a lot stronger than Sammy right now. So hopefully mm-hmm. Sammy can get his shit together, but I'm sure it was you know, I don't like know. A bad but obvi- obviously it's not on the goalies completely. Obviously it's and that part game of it, it was. but in the no, Panthers in, game it absolutely was. In the Panthers game it was goaltending and just the fact that we were letting them get so many high danger opportunities right on the crease, it's but fucking Panthers. They you know, just throw people at the goddamn Yeah, I mean it's the Panthers. They're they're arguably the best team in hockey right now, so I mean you're bound to give up goals against them, but some of them were definitely more preventable than others. Yeah, the lightning, I could just say we got Vasilevsky again. That was fun. I mean, we like, like we said with Joe B, like, um, you know, we usually perform a lot better against Vasilevsky than other teams in the league do. But on on Monday, it was definitely a case of we just got Vasilevsky. I mean, 
I think we were outplaying the Lightning as a team, but Vasilevsky was just putting them on his I think back. If you go back and look at all three games, we outplayed all the teams, which is something, some crazy shit happened. Against the Lightning, it was Vasilevsky stopping everything. Against the Panthers, it was the goaltender situation and just how everything kind of shoveled. And the Panthers even had goaltender issues where they just all of a sudden just Bobrovsky dipped and they had to go with Spencer. Bobrovsky had to have gotten injured or something. No, he, he, he saved 13 shots out of 13 in the first period, and then Maybe second period that, starts, it's night out there maybe he felt bad do we do we know what happened to no, samson like for sure they just said it's it's I, he probably pulled it, a lamar it, jackson and went to the bathroom out yeah i read that he, he after the third goal like he I just straight up said been, that like, he's done yeah, like a me- he just mentally wasn't there and like after the third goal he was like i can't stay in this is not gonna end well like i'll get fucking shelled and it'll be like you need to put vanacek in because imagine you're v-tech in that and it's like it's you're like, just okay. like Oh damn! He let in a goal that stinks, and then it's like, oh, why is he coming <laughs> over here? No one called yeah. him over here. <laughs> oh, guess I'm going oh, in. Oh, this is fun. Um, that's such a trashy like, you know. Obviously, it's not like Samsonov's fault. You know, I'm sure he had his reasoning for it, but it's like that's such a shitty situation to put Vitek in. It's like, yeah, it's like the game's practically like you know through, but yeah, you're gonna hop in now. Yeah, go have fun, buddy. Um, but the well, Travis, do you guys uh, have anything that you think was the reasoning for our downfall? It was kind of different in every game. I feel what like against yeah. the like I don't against the Panthers. It was goaltending. Um, we outplayed them. I think I think it's fair to say that over sixty minutes. Our first period wasn't bad. Like if you watch the first period, like we had chances. No, we were good. Yeah. Uh, but we just got out goaltended, which happens. I think Vanacek did fine, but Sam Sonov dug him a hole, so <clears throat> not much he could do there. I mean, he did let in a couple, but. I mean, it happens. The he, Panthers he were up 2-0 after the first, and then we dropped three in the second. Three, it was 3-1 when Vanishek came in. Awesome. Um, but yeah, no, that was just goaltending. You can't get into a hole that easily off of non-high danger chances. Against the Flyers, they just didn't play well overall. They looked slow. They didn't generate chances. Yeah. Yeah, it was rough. I don't think there was a yeah, – like, I agree. I don't think there was a specific, like, Achilles heel against the Flyers. I, I honestly think it was like a bit of like an effort thing. Like I remember, like I had tweeted about it. Like in the last like two three minutes when we had pulled our goalie against the Flyers, like we were making some really terrible passes, like sending it down the boards, and then it would end up just wrapping around all the way and going back into our defensive zone. And like Ov had to like chase it back like three times, and like just those like two three minutes, like when we had possession with our net empty. Like it, like it. Frankly, just looked like we did not give a shit. It looked like we were already like mentally like packing our bags, you know, going back to our apartments. Like it, it didn't look like we wanted to win that game. Like I, I think we could have produced a lot more in the end of that end of the game, but like it just, it just did not look like we wanted to play. I, I was like, I, the biggest thing I'm really concerned about is that like Laviolette has fallen in love with Connor Sheary. And I'm starting to get concerned because he should not like Boy. he should be getting top power play minutes right now. He scored a goal in the on the power play. He, <laughs> he like Daniel Sprong has a legit flamethrower of a shot. You have Connor McMichael, who's one of the hottest young players. Brett Leeson. You also have Lars Eller, who's a reliable power play guy. I think Tom Wilson is now getting top power play minutes, but it's only because of the injuries. Like you have other options that are better than Connor Sheary, in my opinion. And like, it's just it's weird that Connor Sheary is getting like top offensive minutes. Like, I get it. 
he's good and reliable, but like you have other options out there. And when Oshi comes back, I definitely don't want to see Tom Wilson getting knocked down from the power play unit or when Bastion comes back because if Tom Wilson's the first to go besides Connor Sheary, I'm going to be screaming because I don't know what the hell, like, like when we've had injuries before to guys like Oshi, like in 2019 in the playoffs when he got injured, Tom Wilson wasn't on the top power play unit after Oshi went down. It was somebody else. And then when they finally put him on the top power play unit, like they scored power play goals and everyone was like, oh my God, you know, we put this giant like hunk of meat in front of the net and he can't see the puck cleanly. What a revolutionary idea. Like, we need to, like, I just, I feel like Shiri isn't giving us the spark on the power play that we need. And, like, it's, like, he's good, he's experienced on it, but, like, at the end of the day, like, Sprong is, is much more better offensively, in my opinion, and can give you more. And I like Daniel Sprong. He's nice. He just needs to play defense once in a while. He's a wing. He can get away with it. We got to get rid of the slingshot. Please, God, please just get rid of it. I'm done with it. It looks so bad. Like, I, I don't know what they think. It Like, it's going to work. Like, they've done it so many times and failed, and they just keep doing it. I don't understand it. What are they ranked right now in the power play? What's their – what are we – It's oh, probably, like, top ten. It's bad. No, us? No, it's not it? top ten. Every Isn't every it? time, end of the year, we end up top, top ten. Feels pretty good. I know their is pretty solid. Isn't well, it like here? Let's look. I can like, look. I um, power... right now our power play is twenty third with seventeen point five percent. If I'm gonna be and our penalty kill, if you were gonna tell me that was how low it was with Bastion and, and Oshi out, I'd be like, yeah, that could be fixed with them coming back. Those are two power the two the you get the full power play unit back. Those they're gonna start they're gonna start like ripping pucks past. Yeah. I'm I'm certain it'll go up significantly when Backstrom and Oshi are back, but we can't know that oh. until. But I mean, even when we had Oshi, it wasn't it wasn't doing that well. But our penalty kill is 21st in the league right now at 77. percent So our special teams definitely need work. But uh, yeah, we're we're sixth in the league right now with goals per game with 3.4. I know we're like really good. It's yeah. Just- and then we're we're seventh in goals allowed per game, below three. Pretty so, good. I mean, even strength are doing all right. The the special teams are just, which, just stabbing like, us. Which, you know, Backstrom being out, he's a penalty killer and a power play guy that hurts. And then Oshi, who's just like basically the Swiss Army knife of our team, he does everything. Yeah. And then Manta. So. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Manta. So so quickly, um, you know, we play we play Buffalo tomorrow Monday. Uh, how do you guys think that's going to go? Because, I mean, we've got a pretty similar record right now with Buffalo. They're 5-4-2, and two, and we're 5-2-4. and four. Uh, You know, Buffalo's obviously bounced back like hell compared to last year. You know, last you know the Coyotes have taken over Buffalo's role from last year being just bottom of the barrel worst in the league. They did get their first win yesterday, so shout out to the Coyotes. But how, how do you guys think it's going to go tomorrow against the – well, I do also want to say this. Our boy Jack Eichel's free, everybody. We did it. We did it. He's free. Is he free? More Is like under new management. going to somewhere we hate. I, don't, so. I, I mean, I I'm happy for him. He's finally go to going somewhere. And I won't care. I would, I, he needed to leave Buffalo. It was a toxic situation. Yeah. And I'm. And at least it's in. That first line's going to be really yeah, good. Yeah, get off the IR. Um, yeah, with him and Stone. I think tomorrow will be... Oh, shit. Um, I think... Well, we did call up Axel Johnson's, but I don't know how to say his last name. AJF. Yeah, I don't like that. 
I mean, if it, if it means we're taking out Carl Hagelin, Stonehands, then that's cool. But I don't know. I think it'll be interesting. Well, well now we have what's it called? We're going to have long-term IR money-wise. We have about $5.5 of space. So we can really play around with, like, bringing up the rookies and the young guys. We really can. And when we get Backstrom and Oshie back, it'll be a decent amount, but it won't be that much. But we'll still have a yeah. decent amount of space. Um, but I think – shit. I really hope they keep that young line together. Lapierre, McMichael, and Leeson, that was really good. Yeah, I like the, I like the chemistry together, there. Make that the third line. Do whatever you want with the second line. First line, like Travis said, uh, Ovechkin, Wilson, Kuznetsov, and then the fourth line, the super team. Unless you want to bring AJF into the mix and then take out Haglund. Uh, if you want to put Axel in Haglund's place, I'm fine I, with that. I don't think you can bring yeah. Lockyer as the entry-level contract. I think you have to send him back down like this. Yeah, this definitely. Game or next game. So your third line's going to get broken up. But, or, yeah, I mean, it is what it is. But like, I just don't That's think That's probably you can, why they called up justify, Axel. Justify burning the ELC this year. That's um, fair enough. But yeah, as far as Buffalo goes, they suck. I don't care what their record is. They <laughs> suck. Like, we're going to yeah. Burn. Yeah, we're we're gonna win. All right, Joey, what do you think? Oh shit. Um. Four two. Fucking... How many OV goals? Six. Um. Two. Two? Hey, oh, I, I'll I be very happy. I want to make the record clear. <laughs> I want to make the record clear. Like after we did the episode with Blake, I made the joke saying he's gonna get like three or four this week. He got like five, and I was like, well, I didn't predict a lot of OV goals last week, and I probably should have. He's due. He's due for a goal. For a goal. It's been one game. Yeah, it's been like he's what, one like away one from tying fourth place and then two <laughs> away from the getting is, fourth is place he's himself. He's had a history of being like when he gets to those milestones. Yeah, it does take a minute, and it's it's concern. I mean, there was that streak <laughs> in twenty twenty before the pandemic where we just started fucking blowing past everybody, and it was just like, oh, Lemieux gone, Eiserman gone, Messier gone. Like he was just fucking blowing past people, and now it's like, oh, well, we yeah. got to this guy. It's time to like no. Fuck these old guys. Blow past them. Get to Gretzky. Get the record. Be done with it. But I think Ovi's going to – I think he – actually, here's a better question. Do you think he passes and gets the fourth solo this week? Yeah. This week? Yeah. We have three games this week. That's I think he, I think he gets Who at least two in the next three Buffalo? games. We play Buffalo, then Detroit, then Columbus. Shit. Columbus is definitely the best of the three, in my opinion. No, I think these, these are – this is a scrappy Red Wings Detroit team. They might – Like, fuck around and find out with they, everybody, man. They're trying – We lost they were on the other side, didn't we? If they were on the other side – if the Wings were on the other side of the pond – or not the other side of the pond, but the other side of the country and not in, like, the east, which is just better, like, the yeah, Atlantic and the Metro are just, like, stronger, they oh, would make yeah. the playoffs in the west. Like, does it matter their division? I think, I think they would make a wild card there. But just because like the East is just stacked, I, I think they're gonna miss, <clears throat> which kind of sucks because it would be fun to see Detroit make the playoffs. Like that's like a fun team. Yeah. Uh, I love their heart. If you guys saw that shift they had against the Panthers, where they're just like shot blocking for like forty seconds straight, like that. Detroit's That's gonna be really good in a couple of years for sure. The, yeah. They've got the they've got the two front runners right now in the Calder with with Cider and. Uh, yeah, and Raymond. Those mm. those are the top two right now, if you ask me. Cider just scored his first goal, didn't he? I Cider has expect, like two now, I think. I expect Zegras to. I no, Zegras only has five points right now, and then Raymond and Cider have ten and nine. The thing with Detroit is, and what I think Will forgets to mention is, Will Detroit's doing this without one key person, and it's Jacob Rana. He's 
not. Larkin's out oh, right now, isn't he? You think isn't Larkin you think out right now? Jacob Rana isn't that key, man. Jacob Rana with Dylan Larkin and Tyler. He Larkin. wasn't the key for us. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's because Peter Laviolette hated him. Um. The thing, if you were, uh, if you were to say Dylan Larkin, I would have no, respected I, it, but Jacob Rana is not. This fucking whole Jacob Rana bullshit. I'm just saying, like, he got disrespected by Peter Laviolette. He really did. He got disrespected like shit. I mean, there was reason there behind was it, reason if we're going to be honest. You yeah. You're a fucking young player when he had back-to-back near 30 goal seasons. When he has, like, five points in 35 playoff games or whatever. Yeah, I mean, fucking playoff games. Yeah, he's you not a playoff performance. You haven't scored a fucking playoff game in two years, okay? Like... He hasn't scored. Do I need to give you another Kiznetsov apology no, for him? No, I don't want one. I'm a fucking burn that <laughs> shit because it's not worth it. Um, Joey, you still haven't said if we're beating Buffalo or not. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, we'll beat Buffalo. I think we'll beat Buffalo. That, that, I think that will be the one game this week we do for sure win. I think Detroit will be scrappy and close. Columbus we always play really well against. I don't think we ever – we never really go to Columbus and play bad. That's the weird thing. We go to Columbus and play really good games. Um. Yeah. Um. The problem is. So you say we beat Buffalo. I say we beat Buffalo. I say, and I was trying to say, Will, is that when Jacob Rana comes back and he's healthy, that's going to be a really dangerous Detroit team because that that's their best five on five. Can you mention Larkin? Larkin is out right now. <laughs> no, he he came back today actually. Yeah, Larkin's not out long okay. term. All right. He didn't break his fucking right. collarbone. Jacob Rana did. Like he's yeah. coming back well, in February. All right. And, uh, and you disrespect him. Yeah, I I think we can beat. He's fighting words. Anyways, uh, um, I think I think we're gonna beat Buffalo. Uh, I, I think it goes from like easiest to most difficult for our three games this week. I don't care what you say, Will. Um, I think I think we beat Buffalo. I think Detroit's gonna be close. We we did just lose to them, didn't we? Um, yes. If they're if they're gonna have Larkin back, I think that's a most like that's very important for them. Obviously, right now their two young guys are playing phenomenal. Uh, Raymond has ten points. Cider has nine. He's getting assists off the wazoo. Sorry for saying that. That was terrible. Um, but yeah, uh, Detroit's Detroit's young guys are playing insanely well. Uh, I think Detroit's gonna be tough. I think we can beat Detroit, but I think it's definitely gonna be scrappy and it's definitely gonna be close. Uh, Columbus. I don't think we're gonna beat Columbus. Um, Columbus is just kind of hot right now. They're seven and three. I know. I know record isn't everything, but I don't know. I think Columbus is playing good hockey right now so that's going to be interesting all, all three games like we could go three and oh or realistically we could go oh and three it's the capitals you know even if it is a scrap week you know will but we're the capitals so you know we, we play three, we play worried. atrocious against the coyotes and outshoot them by like 30 shots but only win two to zero what's, what's so really weird is you know year, we're, we're known for playing down to opponents levels we've so never really it's going to be interesting played this year in a game yet have we we really haven't because every game we've lost, we've played well in. Like, even the overtime games. Like, uh, no. Calgary is the one you could say maybe, but that was, like, the first period was all they had. No. We just fucking dumped. We just... I mean, no, yeah, I, I guess you're... That's fair. We, we only lost to we, Calgary. We got outplayed by the Flyers, bro. Well, yeah. I, I, I was going to say, if I had the pick stats, one, I don't think Philly. we got outplayed. I don't think we got out... It may have looked like we did because we just weren't doing anything dangerous, but we were playing a lot better. The biggest thing... I think that's what being outplayed would be. Outplayed means you're fucking shelled in your own end and you're not doing anything about it. They're just not doing anything about it, but they're not getting shelled in their end. We the Panthers. We lost 2-1, to EA. We didn't fucking lose by 30. We lost by 1. Panthers, we lost... Panthers, we lost five to four, pal. I don't think we've, yeah, we lost uh, rather, by I, one I don't think we lost to the Panthers. And to no, the I didn't, I'm not saying that five. the Panthers outplayed us. 
I'm not saying the Panthers outplayed us, but I'm saying our goalies were getting shell-shocked and letting shit go. That was in the Fl- Panthers game. In the Flyers and Lightning game, they were good. That's what I'm saying! You were saying <laughs> yeah, that what? the goaltenders were bad this week. The goaltenders were good. It was just we were playing a mark. Like, Martin Jones needs to stop. The goaltenders were terrible against the Panthers. Vitek wasn't terrible. There wasn't really a bad... Like, yeah, it was just Simpson. Huh? Yeah, well, that, yeah, he played the majority of the game. The goaltending was the issue against the Panthers. He Samsonov led us into a hole, and then Vitek let, let one in in the second, and then obviously overtime. Well, he can't be really blamed but, for that. He wasn't even yeah, um, I, I think we, we all agreed that we can beat Buffalo, but like I yeah. said, we're the Caps. We could go 3-0 and or we could go 0-3. It's just a matter of situational things. Like Like we said about this past week, there's always one thing that's like, the issue or the hot topic in that game, like goaltending or effort or, you know, et cetera. So it should be an interesting week, but, um, so, uh, happening to the Rams, by the way, they're down 20, one to three, but again, so what anyways, um, so like we've talked about today with our current injury problems that we're facing, uh, are there any players in free agency or, by trade that you guys think that we should or that we might words, go after. Words. Rectify the wrongs. Go get Philip Forsberg. Go get him. <laughs> I would actually Go love that. <laughs> I would I would I would buy his jersey the day we they write announce the, it. the biggest oh, no. wrong in our history besides, you know, wasting most of Ovechkin's career. Go get that motherfucker. I'm telling you. We we bring him and then we bring Mantha back in the playoffs. We pull some lightning shit and we just fucking horse people <laughs> the entire playoffs. If and then Tampa, you can I don't just because I don't think it's gonna happen because the Caps don't go get people that we should obviously get or have yeah, a no. decent chance of getting. We're not gonna get Forsberg, but if we do, you can you can hear my vow right now. I'll buy his jersey. Okay, let's be fair. It. I'll, I want to raise you on that opinion, EA. In 2017, did you think we were gonna get Kevin Shattenkirk? No. <laughs> so and we went and got. I thought I didn't think we were gonna get him when I saw that. I thought once we got him, I was like, "That's it. We're 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 gonna." I wait. Believe... Shattenkirk. Shattenkirk is playing out of his mind right now. I can't believe I was hyped for Kevin Shattenkirk, man. Like Shattenkirk is doing insane right now. Fans, man. Kevin Shattenkirk. <laughs> we didn't do terrible. insane in 2017. Remember, remember, remember when <laughs> Shattenkirk on the Ducks right now is heating up. He's like he's like oh, yeah. ranked number one in fantasy defenders on Bro, ESPN fantasy. I'm telling you, go get Philip Forsberg. Go get him. Who, but who? Okay, but who, who do we give up? Would we give them? Who would we give them? Fuck Carl Hagelin. What? They don't Are want him. <laughs> give him. Why would they give him? I think. Give him Carl Hagelin. Throwing. Do we even have a first yes, round pick? <laughs> I think. I think realistically, actually, if you want to go get Philip Forsberg, you have to give up uh, Lapierre. No. I, I don't no, think you can give up. We're not giving up Lapierre. Fuck. Well, yeah, I don't think you can get him then. That'd be no, fucking. That'd be give ironic him, if we gave Brett up an Leeson. amazing prospect to get Forsberg. Brett Leeson. <laughs> well, that's, that's, that's not how the trade market happen. works. Like I can't if we just give like, Lapierre. He goes yeah. off. I can't. I can't well. just make give up like him, two players that I. Well, let will say. Let will say what he was gonna say. Bro, you're just saying like names of AHL players and expecting to get Forsberg. They're not good. They're not good. They're rude as hell. There's there is not. There is not an NHL GM in the entire history of the league who would give up Philip Forsberg for oh, no, AJF, no, no. Carl Peter Hagelin. Peter Shirelli exists. There is... Fuck you. Peter Shirelli exists. He would totally do that. Not even him. Nobody. Nobody. You're that. actually... Fucking... Oh, There's no God. shot. There's no shot. He traded fucking Adam Larson for Taylor Hall. He would do that. 
though. There's no chance. No shot any GM in the league takes takes um Carl Hagelin for Philip Forsberg. Absolutely not. I had more to add. Y'all were like, Carl Hagelin? It's a fucking trade package. I know it's not going to be just Carl Hagelin. I'm not fucking stupid. You would add Carl Hagelin, uh, Brett Leeson, because fuck it, um, and a first-round pick. Damn. And you would really, I think they would go for that, in my opinion. No chance. Yeah, no. Contract space. No shot. No shot. Y'all no shot. Carl Hadlin went off against the Predators. They would totally buy that shit. I'm just. <laughs> You'll just really watch the one that. five second clip of his breakaway the other day and be like, yeah, nah. It's better scoring chances than they have because their team can't. If score. you if you does want, have a goal no, yet this the year. The entire third no, no, doesn't have no. a goal. Actually, sure he does. Um, I, who's? Yeah, the guy you were shitting on. Okay, okay, years. actually. Okay, okay, let's, 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 let's Justin stop. Justin Schultz let's is a goal this year. I don't give a shit. All right, all right. Okay, I do actually oh, have kind of a question that's not really on the itinerary, but are we worried about Lars Eller? I'm worried about yeah, him. Yes, yeah, Lars absolutely. Yes. All, all right, all right, all right, all right. We've all been ranting, Travis. What's your, what's the, what's, what's your, what you got to say about Lars? I just realized it last game. I was like, does this, does he, does he suck now? <laughs> Because <laughs> he's not good anymore, but defensively he's still good. Look at the let's look at the stat guy Blake chart and see where he's at. Yeah. Also, also, I wish you guys could. I can send this in the Discord, but Lapierre is the only player who's like significantly terrible in goals for and allowed for for five v five analytics. Lapierre is the only player who's like significantly below average. Great but... for Forsberg. Yeah, by the way, yeah, I just, like, said the Capitals yeah, outplayed the Flyers yesterday. I just want to let that know. Um, but, uh, yeah, Michael and TVR are the two nah, best Eller's on that. But, uh, advanced stats are still good. It's just Eller, – Eller's pretty in the middle he's, for, he's for that. He's still good advanced stats. Well, I think he's just – he's been unlucky. I think that's what it is. Because he's – Sending I, this in the, the Discord. I don't think – There's just some things – there's some decisions that he does. I'm like, what is he doing? Like, why did he do that? I don't know. Reminds me of Brendan Dillon. Oh no! Okay, fair, not that far. Fair, this is like the year no, I'm saying like, the, the if, part if see, of questionable like, decisions. The centers, like, who is the center we're going to give up to like let McMichael be a long-term decision? If if, if Eller's got to go, I'm sorry, Eller's got to go. <laughs> I no I, one's I, no I, one's going to trade for Eller though. He's not, he's, I don't yeah, think he's bad wise. Like if you're thinking just the stats, like goals and assists. What's his cap? What's his cap hit? Like two or it's three like mil, I think. Five, and he's like a really good third line. Or is it? Is it he's four? Really, is if it it's four or five, then let him go. He's one of the best third line he, uh, centers in the league. He's been. Nah, his annual salary is three. Shit, really? His cap hit is three point oh five. God, well, we fucking robbed this. Yeah, man. I, I mean, um, if, if if you okay, could, yeah, his, his salary is three point five. This man. Um, I think he's been one of the best. I mean, not he's now, been, he's, he's not been right one now. Of the best third line centers in the league the past few years. I think that's can be said. Like his his ceiling has been incredible. Like he could be a second line center. But the fact that he's been asked to be a second yeah. line center, I just think he's not like he's he's not good enough to get any more. Yeah, he's I not think if that you put guy. Him in a more permanent situation no. with a third line that's more co- like co- coherent with what he's used to. I think he'll be good again. But I just think for right now, it's probably better that like he just you know he's you know he he needs to get back to being a third line center because that's his. I think that's his ceiling now. He's thirty two years old, so I, mean, I guess he's, but like some, he's like getting what, out of his prime. What Travis was saying, like I feel like he just does some stupid stuff sometimes. Like literally, there are I times not, like he's like really skating see, up the lane. I haven't lane. noticed him on the ice, and I just like if that's a good dude. He's like thing. skating up. He'll be like skating up a lane with like an open shooting lane. I'll, like pa- drop it to, like a defenseman who's not there. Like Who, yo, <laughs> I don't yesterday know. when like uh, Lapierre and Schultz twice had chances together, and twice Schultz decided to try to pass it to Lapierre when he was open for a shot. 
this motherfucker was like, I'm gonna pass it to this guy when I'm open at the point to shoot against Mark, Mark whatever his middle name, first name is Jones. Like he just decided, I'm gonna pass it. Like, I think we're getting into the habit of like we want to create the perfect chance again, which is a problem. That was the shit that what's it called? Todd Reardon had an issue with was he was always preaching like find the perfect opportunity to score when all we just needed to do was like throw pucks at the net and just like shit against game seven against the hurricanes like in 2019 that was like we didn't do anything we just kept fucking I... like trying to build these the best <laughs> opportunity was jacob rana hitting the post that motherfucker was an inch away an inch away from not being this postseason little like the people that like shit on him for the postseason shit he was an inch away from being game seven hero Ooh, six points in 35 games <laughs> Go fuck yourself. Oh, it would have been six points in like 40 games yourself, after we bro. lost in five to the... one goal that series as a top-line center. I don't want to hear it. I was the one that said that. EA, both of you. Um, <laughs> You both are shitting on Jacob Rana for no reason. He's still like consistently one of our best players the past few years. He deserves it. Shut up. Nah, he does deserve it. He nah, Travis, Travis, go off, go off. Oh, We've all ranted about Rana, but we don't. I want to know. Let's see what he does. Make it seven point million a year. Kuznetsov is forever... Not a choker because he beat the Penguins. So next, it's just weird. I based I will. I, I I think personally, <laughs> I think Eller should just we should try to trade Eller. I think that might be the mic. Forsberg. Yeah, put Eller. Eller's gonna Forsberg. trade for that, Eller. He's that's exactly what I was thinking. Haglin, a first round pick. No, you're not. Haglin, no one is taking Haglin. Give it up. I don't either, but you can't do any one other edit. I don't like it anymore, and it's just, it's fucking get rid of it. Send Haglund to the Bears, dude. No. Can you imagine? Send him to the Chicago Bears so we can drop passes to just... That's not going to help. They're just going to learn how to not score and have long hair. All right, so so aside from Forsberg, is there anybody else that you guys have in mind? Either free agency or trade? I don't know, unless somehow you can get like John Gibson, but I don't really see that happening with a realistic cap hit. So our goalies aren't good. <laughs> like, I'm sorry, bro. Like they're Vanacek's not. Good. They're, they're below good. average. Vanacek's always struggled. I think Vanacek's good. Vanacek's uh, decent. I, yeah. I wouldn't say I could rely on him to take us to a cup. Exactly. He's the dude yeah. you want backing you, backing up, and you're like super happy that he's your backup. And then when he's your starter, you're like. You know, you're, Realistically, you're right now, like yeah. who, who's out there, you know? We need Samson off to hit that ceiling that we expect him to hit. That would be something nice. Realistically, I, I can't see us winning a cup with either of these goalies. Unless no. one of them just all of a sudden just gets their shit together and is consistent and doesn't allow 100 rebounds a game. Is there a goaltender that you think we could go for, Travis? I think there's a couple out there. I think Gibson's a good idea, but do you think there's a goaltender? We get Morazic. Who'd you say, Travis? I'm sorry, I interrupted you. Let's, let's get Flurry out of there. Oh, that would wait. That would that would be, be amazing. Chad behavior. Actually, actually, <laughs> I kind of like that. Well, that'd be sick. You know that'd be you awesome. Know wait, wait, wait. We on board, bro. Send him <laughs> Lars Eller, bro. Send Carl Haglin. McDavid for Haglin, one for one. Who says no? Yo, us, <laughs> Honestly, us, us, bro. McDavid is Scott's. Dude, Mark Andre Fleury just had his thirty-sixth birthday nine days ago. Yeah, but he's Shout on like out. a one-year contract. Year of his deal, and we can no, make he's him on a take three a percentage year. of the money because he's playing like shit because he's behind a terrible defense. Ooh, he's on a up. he's on a three-year contract carrying a cap hit of seven mil, but he's it. making six a year. year. This is last year. 
Is it? Okay. All yeah, right. if we well, can then... get them to like retain half the cap, would, send them like maybe send them Eller. Ooh. I don't know. Okay. I have a legit question here. This might be divisive. Okay, if we get him, if the trade package include Vanacek or Samsonov, would you still say yes? Yes, one hundred percent. Samsonov, yes, I do yeah. want Vanacek. I think you. Yeah. Would. I'd rather I'd rather keep Vanacek than Samsonov right now. As Which is crazy because like that hurts people. Two weeks ago, I was like on the totally opposite. Mind. Can you imagine the shambles that Caps Twitter would be in if we traded Vanacek again, or got rid of him? <laughs> These fuckers were. Dude, tears people would be on. deactivating their accounts. Twitter Twitter is obsessed with Vanacek. Yeah. Vanacek could have a point five save percentage, and people will still be tweeting Vitek Vazenacek. Twitter <laughs> loves goalies though. Like that's I just think, how. I yeah. Think... Yeah. Honestly, Tra Travis kind of started something that I think is going to turn into the same thing that Henrik Lundqvist turned into. I think we need to get Mark Andre Fleur. Oh, that still hurts, dude. If we have Lundqvist in that series, uh, yeah, Austin, like maybe there's a chance, I you know. If... He was so excited to play here too. I'm so <laughs> sad, Bro, dude. That, that video of him dancing around in DC, it breaks my heart. It breaks my heart in half. Him oh no! Happy. Too soon. What if okay? He's uh, enjoying life we, now, this though. This is one thing I want to bring up. Do we think we need anything defensively? Do we think defensively the six we have is, is good? Like we're, I think, no, we're good. For once, we're the good. defense we're isn't good. the yeah, problem. I think our defense is alright. Yeah, the defense is fine. What are your guys' thoughts on John Carlson as of so far? Could be worse. Whenever Could he makes, people are too harsh on him. Whenever he makes a mistake, like everyone's like, "Oh, like you're this eight million dollar defender. Why do you yeah. do this?" And then he makes What's a great your, defensive play. There, there, was, there was one play. There was one play he What's made your in the middle of the game. Travis, about the Carlson February pairing. Will stop cutting, Joey. Stop cutting Will off, dude. What do you think of? Uh, about Carl I'm kind of in the middle of like saying something. Sorry, I thought Carlson, I, I mean, I do think, I mean, his contract is eight million. He should be better, but I don't think he's like garbage. I don't think he's bad. Like people, people like to absolutely roast him online. Like when I, when like. I don't even know. Like he can even he can do something that's like not even really that bad, and everybody's like unbelievable. Like this this is the guy we're paying. Like I'm like, dude, you guys need to chill like for five minutes. Yeah, but I do think he should be better. He should be. Uh, yeah. What was the year where he was? He was going after um. A trophy. What was it? The uh. Yeah. Yeah, should, what what year was, was that? Two years, I think the pandemic year and the year before that they were considering him because he was just scoring a lot. That's what it was. I agree with you, Travis. I I think he definitely could be doing better and should be doing better. But I also agree that, and with you and Will, that people are a bit too harsh on him sometimes. So Justin Schultz, I, hopefully, hopefully he can get his form back to to the John Carlson that we're paying. How much we're paying him, but even when he was, sorry, Will. even when he was almost a Norris Trophy winner, like he wasn't great defensively. Yeah, no, no like... but he makes plays on defense. There was this one play. What I was saying earlier is, like, there was this pass that was like really open lane, and then Carlson got a stick in between it. It was it was just really really good defensive play, and you just hear nothing about it because like it's a no, good defensive never. play, and like, I bet you like. If someone else made that, if TVR, if Ferravari, if Jensen even make that, like, you hear a little bit more about it because you're not paying those guys as much. But when Carlson makes a good defensive play, people just don't say anything. And then when he messes up, they say something. 
he's just a little he's a little overhated. I mean, is he a good defensive defenseman? Not really, but he's an elite offensive talent and he's good yeah. enough on defense. Yeah. And that's what we pay him to be. And we knew that's what he was when we when we paid him as much money. Exactly. Right. People forget your million successes and only think about your one mistake. Yeah, that's I, that's I not a bad take. Though. I think like he's you know we're we're not paying him to be fucking shut down defensive. We're paying him to be you're gonna go down the ice, you're gonna score a goal, and then if you get scored on, you know what, it happens. But like I think the second the offensive production starts to dip is when we're really gonna see he needs like I hope he's sort of kind of like I I hope in a perfect world everybody lives up to their contract. There's no contract concerns. We're all living happy lovely lives paying people to do their jobs properly and that's what they they think themselves as players like but in a perfect world i would hope that as he gets older and his like offense starts to kind of step back a little bit maybe he starts to take his defensive zone time a little bit more seriously and start to like actually like put more effort into it that'd be really nice because there are defensemen in history who have who have done that uh do you remember nicholas harnelson for the uh chicago blackhawks like he was good offensively early on but as he got older, he started playing better defensively because he knew, like, I'm not going to be an offensive superstar. I need to start playing better defensively because that's what they had me out here for. And if I score, I score. But defensively, you can trust me. And that's, like, kind of what I loved about him. And I hope Carlson kind of takes that same angle and learns defensively. That'd be really cool. But for what it's worth, we're not paying. Also, to be fair, sorry sorry if I'm cutting you off, but to be, to be fair, like, you know, obviously, like, so Carlson, like, every year leads our team in ice time per game. You know, he's, he's the guy for that. Like he, he leads our team in ice time every year. So, I mean, obviously if you're playing the most ice time, you're bound to make mistakes, yeah. you know, it's like, same thing with like, like NBA, it's like, or even like hockey, just any sports, like the people who have the, the ball or the puck the most end up having like the most turnovers. Cause it's like, you have the ball the most, you know? So it's, you know, stats, stats don't show the whole picture. Yeah. Like the stat, I think there's a stat like, Kobe Kobe Bryant has like the most missed shots. Yeah, in, exactly. Like, the NBA, it's like, well, because he, you always he's want him to have the, the ball. Yeah, he's taking it's the like most. Like having the most shots, exactly. like his shot percentage isn't incredible. It's because well, he's taking every shot. You want like this guy doing this, like, and it's not like you're sitting back and putting it in the hands of someone that doesn't deserve it, Seth Jones. So it's like you're putting it in the hands <laughs> of someone who is statistically proven. He proven he deserves that ability. Like, there's a reason he's the power play quarterback. Yeah. There's a reason he runs it from the point. It's because I can trust him, and I can trust him to run it. And, yeah, the power play's kind of sucked a little bit this year, but it's injuries. I'll, once the team is healthy and the power play starts sucking, I'll start asking for heads to roll. But, like, for right now, it's like, we're injured. I'll give it the benefit of the doubt. Like, it's fine. I think – but I think Carlson is reliably the guy on the power play that you can just rely on. He, Oshi connect really well when he shoots from the point. It's, it's kind of – I think he's I think he's good. And I think him I'm curious. Oh, sorry. sorry. Um I'm curious like obviously we don't want to think about it but in like 5 6 7 years when we don't have the contracts for Ovi Backstrom and Carlson on the books what are what are we going to do with all that money cuz it's like so much of our cap is taken David. up by you know the main <laughs> guys. Extremely. So like what are what you <laughs> Yeah, we're going to McDavid. Yeah. We're gonna get McDavid somehow I said this, in I said free this agency. Like a joke on like a on a on like a space. I was like, 
in like a couple years when everybody's off their contracts, like all the older guys like Crosby Malkin, we're just gonna turn into the fucking Lakers and run it back one more time with everybody like Crosby Malkin. All the old guys are gonna join the team and we're just gonna run it back and try to run it for one last ring to get everybody their ring. Like Kovalchuk's gonna join. Yager's gonna play a few games. Seven. Yager and Kovalchuk come, come back. back. United States. <laughs> Like, everybody will run it back for one more cup. It'll be hilarious. But I think it'll be interesting. I'm, I'm really kind of curious because in six years, I hate to tell you this, boys, but in six years, there's going to be no Ovi. There's going to be no Backstrom. There's going to be no Carlson. Like, the core is going to be gone. Like, we'll still have guys like Wilson. I'm sure Orlov will probably still be here in some capacity a little bit. Um, Maybe. McMichael, Lapierre, Leeson, I think, has earned himself a future spot. Strong as well. Like, there will be pieces of the – like, it's going to be a lot different. But in that same regard, the money's also not going to be up to those guys. And I don't think you're going to be paying guys like Sprong and all them fucking Ovechkin-level money. Um, I mean, I know Sprong is God, but I don't think we have to pay him that much. Um, I'm wondering – I'm wonder. I'm just – I'm picturing in my head what it would look like. Like, who – what would they do with that money exactly? What would they do? Because at that point, like – it's so like we're always scared of the future for the Capitals, but it's like doesn't it also kind of excite you a little bit just to like see what's next? Yeah, just a little bit in the back of my mind, I'm like curious. I'm like curiously excited. Like, nah. I mean, like I'm not, but I, I'm not. It's like it's like a five percent of me. I'm right? like terrified. Greatest, like era of of sports. Oh yeah, like I'm terrified, and obviously those shoes are never gonna be filled, but. I mean, I'm, I'm I like, I'm curious. Like, I could be curious. Like, I'm scared, but I'm curious. You and I are Ravens fans. Joe Flacco, we thought was the fucking peak for quarterback for us. Little did we know. I don't know he about was that. The best thing we had in our franchise history. <laughs> now, little did we know. Right after Joe Flacco, we get MVP Lamar. Like, it's always exciting to see what the next step is for like a franchise after a revolution i don't really want to say revolutionary for joe flacco but revolutionary like player steps down like it's like you always wonder if yeah. like you know like the rangers what they would do after hammer Lundqvist or the fucking penguins i bet you penguins fans are probably trying to hide their tears as like they realize crosby malkin in like six years ago yeah the penguins are in the same position as us their entire core is getting yeah, they have help. even less good they young players also, crosby good. malkin and Crosby, Malkin, and Latang are there. Are there Ovi, Backstrom, and Carlson, and they're all wiltering too. So. Yeah, it's for Jeff Carter. Jeff Carter playing reliable minutes. Elite, elite player, Jeff Carter. I, I would say this. I think their one rookie's been good though, O'Connor. Yeah, he's been pretty good. Also, Kapanen and Gensel, they're young. Jari's not that old. He's pretty young. Yeah. He could improve. I think. I, I'm just. I'm kind of excited. I really am. I would have been a lot more excited if we had Jacob Bronis still here. But that's not the point anymore. No. Um, I think I'm excited to see what happens in about five years when Wilson really takes over as the captain. You see young guys like Lapierre, McMichael, Leeson, Ravari, Alexia, Vit, uh, Vanacek, Samsonov, if they're still here, all these young guys. I'm pretty excited. I'm not going to lie. I'm going to be sad. It's going to be some tears when Obi retires. Absolutely. He's He changed this entire city's perception of a sport. I don't think anybody's ever done that before. In a city before, I really don't like. Besides, maybe like Michael Jordan with the Bulls. Crosby. They they have Lemieux. Right, they, no, they, had, they had Lemieux. Like, yeah, yeah. Know, never mind. That's it. Jordan, you know, that nobody gave a shit in Chicago, and then Jordan shows up and starts dunking and shooting and like basically destroying everybody. And it's like, holy fuck, he's a nat- he's an international icon. Like it's incredible how he changed the perception of hockey in DC. It's incredible, and I'm excited to see. Speaking of yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. I'm done. I'm done. Speaking of captaincy, I mean. 
you know, Oshie's getting old too, obviously. But uh, do we think Oshie will be around enough to? Because I mean, I I oh, give him the captaincy over Wilson. A year Wilson. younger. He's like a year younger than Oshie. I think he's. Yeah, but I mean, I mean, he's probably gonna retire. Like, I mean. It would make sense if he retires like right when Ovi does, just like they go out together. Oshi's going to Seattle, and that's that. <laughs> like, and now it's like if uh, I mean, no one wanted, to, no one wanted him to. It's just what we thought would happen. I was just but mentally then he, then he preparing just kicked into a gear. And yeah, like, well, but yeah, you're right. If all right, so this this is my like actual question. If I I don't think he gets enough respect. I mean, but uh, if Orlov is here. After the th- the big three leave, do you give Orlov the captaincy over someone if like Wilson? Wilson? Is, if... no. I don't no. think they do because it's like because Orlov would only have like a year or two left in him, whereas Wilson would have more. So it wouldn't make sense to give one person the captaincy just for like a year. Yeah. So I don't think it would happen. Orlov's but... just not as much of a leader. Like yeah, like, I mean he's not as like, vocal. He's just not. It's just fine. You don't know. Not everyone has to be a captain. You don't have to be. Yeah. He's not. Not I'd, give him the a. I'd, give Carlson, I'd give him Carlson's A, though. I'd give him the A, yeah. He's the next defensive A, in my opinion. He's next man up on that regard. Unless Dick Jansen transcends you give, space. Be- you give Oshie, if he's still here, the captaincy, if you're me. If not, it goes to Wilson. You give Orlov an A if he's still here. But I think, what I'd after say that, is, I don't know. Oshie, Carlson, Ovechkin, Backstrom, and I guess we got to consider him, too. Kuznetsov are all gone. I think the captaincies will be Wilson... If he's still here, Mantha, and then Orlov. Because Mantha's young. I'm not going to lie, bro. We're going to be trash when Ovi is, like, out of <laughs> being a good... Like, y'all are talking about how excited you are. Like, because No, I'm not excited. Not, I'm, yeah. it's, I told you, it's 5%. Will, gonna Joey be, was the one saying, I'm excited. We're going to be trash, bro. Like, I'm not going to front with y'all. y'all. I'm not going to front with y'all. Think, no, we're going to be trash. We're not going to at least draft people who can be good enough to be replacing them. Draft picks, bro. Yeah, for... We trade like we trade like everything. But we'll away, have money. Year. We'll have money though. We'll have <laughs> we're we're not gonna be a good hockey team, bro. I just don't know what to tell you. Which is fine. We'll, we'll cross that bridge when we get you there. You sacrifice. You sacrifice. You know your future when you have studs like Ovechkin and Backstrom. But like we're not we're not gonna be a good hockey yeah, team, man. Like I don't know what to tell you. Think go think ahead, about ahead, like Trav. when have we when have we been a bad team since not Ovechkin's come here? Not, like not obviously, Ov's first couple years, but since '08, like we've been the, the league's top team. Yeah, so like at the end of the day, like it's gonna suck, but like we have to think like, I mean, this was gonna happen. Like this, we we've had so much good. Like there's obviously gonna be some bad. Like we're not gonna have a dynasty. It's gonna last like seventy years for our whole life. Like we're gonna be bad at some point. I mean, think about the Red Wings. They had all those years of being competitive, 26 straight years of playoffs. And then, like, you know. But it's not like it's going to be, like, dark days forever. Even when the Red Wings were, like, heading into, like, that rebuild mode, they had, like, Larkin was there. They had Nyquist, but Nyquist fucked off. Um, Now they have Bertuzzi, Sider, Raymond, Vrana. They have all those young guys that are going to be really fucking good in a couple years. They're going to be some. Yeah, you tried to sneak Vrana. No, I'm playing. I'm playing. I'm playing. <laughs> yeah, we, yeah, we heard that. Like, listen, Vrana's good. Um, but I think the Red Wings, like, it's, I think the thought of rebuilding is definitely something that, like, is scary. It's, when your team. Because we've never had to yeah, do it. It's, it's just scary. Most of my teams, besides the fucking Orioles, have been, like, good in my lifetime. And 
I think it'll yeah, be bro, Washington football. I'm not a football team yeah, fan, man. I'm a Ravens bad. fan, bro. Sorry about it. I Man's know, fan, but, but we're kind of good. Um, I think the thought of rebuilding is scary, but I think I've come to terms with the fact that rebuilding is for a better purpose. The Orioles are going to be nasty in a year or two. The Nationals have made the right choices and trade off some guys. And hell, they're a big market team. They can go out and just buy some guys and be good again. Um, like rebuilding is something in sport that is always seen as like tough. And I'll be fair, it's not fun. I know you guys are Washington football team fans, and I feel for you because you've been rebuilding since... We don't even rebuild, bro. We're just yeah, rebuilding garbage, dog. Like, There's never been a rebuild. Rebuilding for the last century. Like, me and Can I get a QB, man? Like, <laughs> I don't care if we go like... You like, had like, one and you traded him. Worst year would be like sunshine and roses to you guys. Like Our worst year was losing everybody to injury, and even then we were still competitive. You guys are like. You guys have had two good quarterbacks. One just got injured, and then you traded no, Kirk. They, they just like we didn't trade Kirk. We didn't trade Kirk. Same, same but difference. But I think, I think at the end of the day, the best thing about this, like Travis said, is we do have the memories to hold on to. We do, and I think that's better for most teams. You know, look at the Sharks. The Sharks wasted J Thornton, Marlowe. They're gonna waste Burns. Um, like they've wasted their careers and they don't have anything to show for it besides like some deep playoff runs that ended in failure and it sucks, but I'm glad that at least we have the memories of the cup. We have the memories of seeing Ovechkin score a shit ton of goals. We have the memories of seeing some really hilarious moments after like we have all this great shit. Like I won't be sad for super long. It'll just be, you know, I'll just go back and remember all the good times and, and be hopeful when like, you know, like, it gets back like we're gonna be good again we'll be good again if we're not a if ov breaks the goal record we can go 0 and 82 every year for the rest of my life and i won't i won't bat <laughs> I, 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 I don't care speaking like yeah. i know we'll be bad for like a year or two maybe three but like i like we're not a bad like people realize like brian mcclellan isn't stupid like he's not yeah we're a well-run organization he, he, yeah agreed like, okay <laughs> your Ovechkin contract's long so fucking what he's ovechkin like that's the only thing you could say like is bad the Bronda trade, a eh, little miffy, but the point is, is like he's excellent he's trade. I thought it was he's a good probably trade. got, he's already probably got a game plan laid out. He's probably got some pay. He's probably got like a tab in his computer. Like he's already calling Chicago about flurry as we he's speak. Already, like, list, he's probably yeah. like ready to like fleece somebody. And I'm, I'm fully, con I'm fully confident Rye. in Brian McClellan when this happens. If it's not Brian McClellan, then we're fucked. But, um, <laughs> if it's Brian McClellan at the helm when Ovechkin retires and Baxter retires, I'm going to be like, you know what, Brian McClellan, what's step one, motherfucker? Let's rock and roll. Like, I'm ready to see what happens. I'm ready for the rebuild. And you know what? Like, the reason I'm excited is, is because we get to put all this love and care and love from Ovechkin into new people and to give new guys a chance to be that hero. And that and does that not sound exciting to you? You get a chance to, like, try to top somebody like Ovechkin? That sounds exciting to me. Like, <laughs> I still think we'll, well be obviously trash. it's a long shot. Bro, it's exciting. That's depressing. That's depressing. That's it's exciting until you're like win thirty games. You bro. as a young player are told, I want to see you. Thirty's a thirty's a generous go, amount. Absolute ape shit. Try to top this judo Ovechkin. Like set that bar so high that you they push themselves. Like that sounds like the ultimate. Like what's what's the word? The ultimate. Like oh, I can't think of the word. Fuck. I hope we the sign Ovechkin in like some, some type of coaching. Here and try to top what Ovechkin did. That's some shit that I think is awesome. Like, think about this. You think McDavid? All right, all right. Look at how McDavid plays. He's trying to top Gretzky, and he's fucking incredible. I can't wait to see what happens. Let me, let me switch what you said. I don't want anyone to come here and have the idea of topping Ovechkin. I want them to oh, continue the legacy in their own way or 
Will, fight to. I'm sorry, EA. Let me just, you let me know. just ask you something. If you had a guy who we drafted somebody in the next four years, and in his career he was going to be projected better than Ovechkin, how would you feel if he did? I would say, I would say, don't go out there and be the next Ovechkin. I'd say, go out there and be the first yourself. Nah, I kind of like. I, I don't mind if you're a young guy and you're you're thinking, yeah, I wanna I wanna have a, as big an impact on this org as, as Ovi did. I, I like yeah. that. But you gotta have him. You gotta have the talent to back it up, though. If you're if you're some third line dude, like don't go out there with that ego. Yeah, when we got, have we're talent, talent. She's like, I'm gonna be I'm like, sit the fuck down, Garden. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like you gotta. When we go when we go 0 and 82 and get a number one overall draft pick, fuck sure. Yeah, I'm down. But until we're there, then we can't say that. Uh, you go 0 and 82 in the yeah. NHL, you you draft like fourth overall, it just because you know matter. why not? <laughs> we won the cup. Yeah. Huh? All right. So uh, right, I'm ready right, to. So, uh, Every everybody, what's what's one team around the league that looks dangerous or good, or just you know? Because I mean, we we've kind of like said this same general question every week, but I mean, it changes every week because you know we're still early in the season, small sample size. Yeah, but uh, but what's one team that that has caught your eye and you liked? You know, like you like what you're seeing. Uh, for me, that's the Edmonton Oilers. Will and I have been talking about them a bunch the last couple of days. Uh, I I tweeted about it a couple of days ago when they went to overtime. Watching Drysaitel and McDavid in three v three is like that. There's nothing more entertaining than that, except for like watching a OV goal comp. Imagine but just like you, like that, like I would, I would pay to watch Drysaitel and McDavid play three v three. Imagine you're like 3v3 like, as like it's a young that insane to go against uh, McDavid, Drysaitel, and Clefbaum. I guess is their top defenseman, Nurse. No shot, bro. No, Darnell Nurse. Darnell Nurse. Those three, I'd probably just be like, y'all could just fucking take the best. It's Darnell Nurse. Fuck out of here. I'm like, I'm not dealing. I don't need to get fucking exploded. My ankle's exposed. Uh, I think the Oilers are a good one. I, I'm just gonna go ahead and say this. Uh, the Panthers are winning the cup this year. There's, they are just a fucking machine. Wait, hold on. Let me, let me finish with the Oilers quick. But um, like the Oilers, the Oilers right now literally are 50 percent on the power play. That's absurd. I mean, obviously their power play is. Dry Seidel and McDavid, but you know you can't deny that. Like fifty percent power play, like you get you get two two three four power Tyler plays a game. That's at least a goal or two. I love Kyler Yam- Yamamoto. He was insane in Spokane. Yeah, I it's but, awesome. I love it. Yeah, it's it's the Oilers for me. They're third in the league right now. Uh, they're nine hundred. They're nine nine hundred percent or I point nine. You, you get my I, gist. They're they're nine and one right now. They're they look insanely good, and their their goaltending and defense going into the year was what we all thought their biggest Achilles heel was. It's looked not bad so far. It's looked good enough to like. You can have all the scoring talent in the world, which they do, but you can't go anywhere, as we saw last year in the playoffs, without a solid defense and goaltending. So, if that can stay consistently decent, then I think they could make a run. But I I also agree with you. I don't think Edmonton's. the best team in the league. That's not what no, I'm saying. I, I didn't I'm say just that. saying I mean, that they look good. I have a big, qu- I have a no, big yeah, question to the... ask about the Oilers for all of you because this is an important group of things. The Oilers have had nowhere near the postseason success they should success they should have with McDavid. And, like, like you could forgive the first run they had when they lost the Ducks. That was just their first experience. But ever since then, it's been like, do you think it's going to start getting to a point where McDavid is going to be too frustrated to want to stay? No. no. That's another say... thing that me and Will talked about. I, I, I want both of them to go to a contender and win they a cup. The thing, yeah, the thing, I mean... good. Well. Sorry, the thing about the, the thing that's a problem about uh, McDavid and Drysaddle 
is that they're so fucking good that in the regular season they just destroy everyone and so in the playoffs people start fouling them right and they just don't call it and that's why mcdavid and dry numbers in the playoffs aren't as good because you can literally just foul them you are like allowed to commit minor penalties against them you can slash them you can you know go a little dirty on the hits because in the playoffs you know it's all about this like grit and this toughness and all that and you know, for most teams, that, that isn't that big of a problem. That's not really going to affect Alex Ovechkin because he's a massive human and he just, like, plays a style where, you know, those minor penalties that start to get allowed a little bit in the playoffs aren't as big of a deal. But you can literally just foul McDavid. You can foul Dreisaitl. And the way they play, because it's so based on their ridiculous speed, <clears throat> uh, especially for McDavid, it, it, it affects them because when you're allowed to, you know, foul somebody, it it, it affects them. And if the refs call a completely fair game and a cleaner game in the playoffs for Edmonton, they'll beat a lot of good teams. And if they don't, if they always get back to this like traditional playoff hockey thing, they won't. And that's kind of the sad thing because I would just rather watch these superstars play like superstars and not get, you know, fouled and not have it called. I like that. I do also want to say, Will, that like last season was not about the foul calls. They just got fucking smoked by Winnipeg. Oh, no, no, no. Last season, absolutely. But, but like, (laughs) Oh, there were there are, there are examples. I think it, like their their five game series against Chicago was a good example of that was just odd. Just, that just just feels like that felt like they, an odd they were to me. T- like I was just like that's just Corey Crawford being amazing. I think Corey Crawford was way better than people realized. But yeah, I don't know. I think like if we're allowed to see like McDavid and Drysaddle just like play their game and they they don't get penalized or the penalties are called and you put that lethal Edmonton weapon that's another thing. I'm going off on a long tangent here but that's another thing when you have a good power play in the playoffs people are like literally refs are afraid to put it on the ice like if a team yeah. has a shitty shitty power play they'll just call all the penalties they have an amazing power play which like Edmonton does and like Washington does uh, or, or has in the past like they're just afraid to put it on the ice it's it's kind of stupid but that is kind of just how it is uh Travis I'll let you go with your team because I kind of I, I want you to get some your thoughts in here before I go I I I heard where you were going, so I, I'm gonna say the Calgary Flames. I like that. Yeah, that's who I said last battle week. Of Alberta, the battle of Alberta, the battle of I, Alberta. Please in the playoffs, please. I think I think they're a wagon. It's I, I didn't agree. see that coming with the Flames. That's the interesting thing. Nobody I did not did. either. Your Nobody did. They've Nobody I did. I think it's I. Matt. I just, I'm so. Wow. I love my boy Travis talk about Go his ahead, team, Travis, bro. Speak your truths. <clears throat> they got uh what's it? um I don't even know how to say Mangiapani baby Mangiapani Mangiapani is a dark horse Panera. baby that's exactly Mangiapani is like no no bullshit like within the past like two weeks Mangiapani has become like one of my favorite players to watch like he's, he's not even like he's not the quickest guy he's not like the Austin Matthews Ovechkin shooter guy he's just like he's a freaking workhorse dude like. Both ends of the ice. He's just he's a very he's a way high hustle player. Yeah, I, he he gets down and dirty. He gets gritty. He's a, he's a, he's just an all around talented player. I, I've like literally like you read my mind. Mangiapane has been really freaking good, and he's on their second line, and he's he's putting up good numbers. He's hockey, he's a great player. Hockey, that's all I can say. Right, and him too, him too. Johnny Goudreau has been playing yeah exceptional this year. He he had a down year who, last year, and he's he's come back. Who's on the team that you like, Travis? Who's someone? Kachuk. Who's someone you like? Chuck, uh, Lindholm. Yeah. Lindholm, yeah. Lindholm, too. Top line center, right? He's pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. What about, I didn't see Markstrom as well. Even Milan Lucic has been doing pretty well. 
Yeah, meanwhile, the teacher's like, bro, I'm good again. What the <laughs> fuck? Like... No, yeah, I, I, I completely agree with you, Travis. That's how I said last episode, the... The Flames have been impressive so far, so I'm, I'm oh, curious oh, to see. All right. then let's... Especially with the two teams in that, they're they're literally third and fourth right now let's, in the league, like league-wide standings. Question: If they play in a seven-game series right now, Oilers versus Flames, who's going to win that series right now? Seven games. I don't Calgary. know. Honestly. Calgary. Calgary. Mm, I got the Oilers. I I might say Calgary, I Oilers, but I don't know. I'm going to hype, hype on the Will uh, trains and say the Oilers. <laughs> no. It all depends get, on. I think if they start, Joey just agree I think with if Will? they're gonna get into a blood fight like they did in 2020 before the playoffs, like eh, probably not. But if they're gonna like, if it's gonna be like speed, skill, going back, like McDavid's gonna run these fuckers up and down the ice all he wants. He's gonna do it. Like, hey, um, Markstrom's been playing great though. <laughs> yeah, he just he just he went through four people, EA, and scored on Shesterkin. You could put in Prime Lundqvist, Prime Hedman, Prime Eric Carlson. Sean Couturier and Patrice Bergeron, he's probably doing that. McDavid is built different, and he's winning them that series. Yeah, that's why I'm saying it could go either way. That's why I said McDavid I don't know. Wins that's, that have they even played? Have they played each other yet? Have they? They might have. I don't think they, they have. Play I think I would have. Uh, yeah, I thought they played that. one game. I don't think they, they Yeah, uh, it was uh, opening uh, night. Oh, was it really? O- Oilers won 5-2. to two. Yeah, yeah Oilers 5-2? Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, five two. Yeah, you're right. You're right. I guess this must have been before we thought of Calgary as good, so I didn't take yeah, much of it. The, yeah, the Oilers. Let's see who scored. Yeah, Puliu Yarvi's been doing really well. Also, I think it, it'll all come down to like, like what Edmonton's. Depth. McDavid had a hat trick that game. Edmonton's depth actually. <laughs> well, so I, I guess you're right. Then Will. <laughs> I mean, Joey. Yeah, like he's gonna run this team up and down the ice. Um, but I think if Edmonton's depth can show up. They'll have a much better chance. If it's just McDavid and Drysaddle, I think it'll be a very close and tough series. But if, if Edmonton's depth shows up, like, Calgary's getting blown out. I'm sorry. It's. I still think it's wild that people think Edmonton's, like, a soft team and wouldn't be able to go toe-to-toe with Calgary. I like, McDavid will fight people. I think he will. Cassian. He is a big, strong dude, and a lot of the team is big and strong. Um, like, They're not a soft I team. Agree. I agree. Yeah, right. I think if I, I had to pick my team, by the way – um. I'm going to go ahead and say this right now. Spoiler alert. Uh, I don't care what you think. I don't care what you want or know. Um, the Florida Panthers are running everybody out of their building, um, and it's scary. Didn't you pick them to win the cup last yeah, year? and it turns out uh, that this year they decided how'd that go? to go. Oh, listen, bitch. Um, <laughs> all right. Don't get, don't get your the shit kicked. The point is, is the flame – not the flames. The, the fucking <laughs> Panthers are just insanely deep. They took a dump on the Canes yesterday. That, that was, was interesting. Crazy. Yeah. They're doing this like Gudis is injured. It was four zero in the first. Injured. They're still like not one hundred. Like they're just they didn't running have Barkov last out night. of the building, bro. They were running the Capitals. The Capitals, the team that's they did that without Barkov. <laughs> yeah. Did? Yeah. It was. Oh my god. Without, they didn't have Barkov. Bro, they're the cup. They're they were up four zero in the first. <laughs> the Panthers are really good. Now, um, I I oh, will right. say this: the in, the interesting thing will not interesting. The good thing is that they fired Clemens, who's a piece of shit. But um. The interesting thing will be is how they adjust and how they play without Quenville because he, as much as I like hate him and he's a terrible person and a person who should never coach again in the NHL, we can all agree about that. He was a good coach and he knew they got that team working properly. I think it's a similar system, but it'll be interesting what they do when they make it to the playoffs with the guy they have now. I'm interested. I know it'll be. I know they're going to not be in these guys. They're going to be a second, third round cup running team. Like they're going to be. Final eight, final four for sure, and I am I am fucking excited, baby. I fucking love the Panthers, man. They're so awesome, and Spencer Knight's playing well. Bobrovsky's playing well. Like 
there is not a single goddamn thing on that team that is weak. I think they're built for a deep cup. Do they have any rookies that are playing well? Any rookies? Because I know that I know it's like I don't know. I don't think they will because Tippett was a rookie last year. We also though we also though can't be too sure, you know, just yet. Obviously, like they're built for a deep cup run. I think we all agree on that, but. We were saying the same thing about the Avs last year. Like the Avs were unanimously like agreed on yeah. like they were gonna win the cup. Like most people thought that, and you know they shit I they shit the bed. I don't know how the fuck that happened, but <laughs> nobody does. <laughs> that team analytically just should never lose but, uh, to anyone. But but yeah, the Avs they do have a young rookie in Bowen Byron. Is he a rookie? I don't know. He is. Yeah, um, he's third in is, so we third talk, in rookie we points right now. About this, the Calder race. Before we go, um, is there anybody Travis in the Calder race? Wait, I didn't get to list my team. Yeah, well, I, I thought you. I'm so sorry. I thought you. Did Joey just has a vendetta I'm against. Sorry, Joey, I don't, know, is. Is. I don't I know what to tell you. The Oilers, and I thought that was your team, and I'm sorry. I, I assumed. That's apologize. That was my Joe, team. Who's your team? Uh, who's I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna go with Minnesota, bro. Oh, I like that. I'll remember. They almost beat. They almost beat Vegas last year in the playoffs. You know, and, and not many people are talking about them. They're eight and three right now. They, have, like, they don't lose really many games. Like they got it's good, but it's like they don't really have the big the best names. Like it's just I don't know. They got they got they got that boy Kaprizov. So they're always have, gonna have that boy Kaprizov. <laughs> that boy Kaprizov is good, dude. Like he he can skate with anybody except like people obviously. People shit on me when but... I said he's the best offensive talent they've ever had. He really is. I don't give a fuck about Marion Gabbard. He's better than him. <laughs> Nick Nick Bukestad is pretty nasty. Joel Erickson Eck is gonna be a gonna be a you know um, someone we talk about in the Selk running. Kevin Fiala. People don't talk about Kevin Fiala. That dude's got hands on hands on hands, bro. If Carl Haglin had Kevin Fiala's hands, we'd be talking about a generational talent. Like Kevin Fiala is nasty. Yeah, um, I agree with that. You got guys like Spurgeon holding it down. Like Absolutely. this is a good overall team. Like look out yeah. for them. Um. Agreed. So sorry. I'm sorry once again. Well, I'm sorry for interrupting you. I, I totally thought you were the only one. Um, but the Calder race. Um, as we all know, Caulfield got sent down. He's Cole Caulfield chased for the Calder Cup instead of the Calder Trophy. Made Oof. that joke again two weeks in a row. Uh, yeah. But is there anybody that you think could be a sleeper slash dark? We obviously the Detroit players. Zegers. Yeah, I'm going on this one first. Zegers. Is there a guy that's kind of flying under the radar that's gonna kind of get more time, more off, like? Who do you think could make a run at it? Yeah. Okay, who do you think? All right, let me crack my fingers because I've got like five guys. <laughs> oh, Anyways, boy. um, no, all right. So I, I have input. So let me let me just give it. So, uh, no, shut up. All right. So <laughs> just don't go on forever, bro. We gotta get out of yeah, here. Yeah, so. I'm trying to be quick, but you guys are bitching at me. All right. Um, Moritz Sider is winning the Calder. Um, I'm just gonna say that. Uh, a lot of people right now are thinking Raymond. Raymond has 14 points right now. While that's, you know, exceptional, uh, Sider has 10 points as a defenseman. Obviously, we know that offensive guys usually win the Calder, you know, except for, like, Aaron Eckblad, you know, uh, Tyler Myers, Jail McCard two years ago. But if Moritz Sider can keep this up, you know, yeah. Uh, but a sleeper is uh, Kaliev on the, the Kings. Will and I were watching a Kings game the other day. He freaking ripped one on the, on it was the nice the, he had another kings. i heard like it was in the kings, kings. The kings. kings. arthur kaliev he's he's really freaking good number 34 on the kings he's he's my dark horse a lot of us were saying zegers or caulfield obviously we know caulfield's not happening now but uh zegers is good he only has like something like five points right now unless he's like scored in the last day but uh bowen byram's also you know 
doing very well for the Avalanche, but uh, yeah, I'm saying Moritz Sider, my German brother. Let's get it. But yeah, Kaliev's a sleeper. Okay, cool. Um, I'll let you go first. You go, Travis. Why don't you go first? Oof. I mean, he, EA just kind of pounded all of the names there. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm good at doing that. <laughs> let's go with O'Connor on that. Pittsburgh. I don't hate that. O'Connor's been good. I think he can make a run at it. I, I, if if you're asking me for a sleeper, sure. But I like the names. Yeah, he's a sleeper. Uh, Yeah. Will, who do you got? I think I think it's going to either Raymond or Cider, but I prefer Cider so far. I'll be I'll be a fucking homer, bro. Uh, (laughs) I just don't think McMichael's gonna get the ice time to do it, even if he may have the talent when Backstrom comes back. Yeah. So I'll just say Faravari gets his shit together, but I really don't know who. I, I don't think like shot. I think I like cider. Yeah, no cider. shot. Yeah, I mean, wait, can he not win it? He Is he not? He's a rookie. Okay, Faravari, I think he can. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, he should. Yeah. He's only played. I mean, like Bowen Byram has a good shot too. I think. I, I think it's between. Was... And and another another sleeper. None of you have said we were talking about Florida. They do have a really good freaking rookie, Anton Lundell. I was gonna. He's, oh, he's yeah, playing yeah, really yeah. well. I was going to say that. I was going to say that. I looked up all the rookies. From okay, the well, Panthers. then you can carry on to Dude, it. Go, go talk about Lundell. Lundell. He's, he's a center, right? I kind of fucking relooked this time. What about Chris Kreider on the Rangers? What? what? Are you, are you on, I don't know that joke. Never mind. No, I don't. But it's, he uh, is doing like an ongo- it's an ongoing he's joke. He's doing really well, yeah, though. Lundell he's like a rookie every points. single year. He's really good. He's also on a very talented, like, offensively talented team. Like, everybody's going to start scoring on that fucking team. Everybody. Brandon Montour scoring goals. Everybody's gonna start scoring some goals on that team. Anton Lindell. You also said um, Byram. I was. I'm. I don't know if Byram's eligible, but if he is, he's probably a top three. He guy. is because he's he's, he's a, a top four defenseman. Because he's top three in points right now for rookies. Shit. Um. But yeah, and give Anton Lindell time. He'll probably be up there. Um. And I mean, I'm gonna be the homer. Uh. I hope McMichael or Trevor gets involved. That'd be nice. They might get involved, but there there's no shot that either of them win it. Yeah. McMichael's not going to get the ice time, and then although Faravari's good, he's not. If he could start he's not doing better than Raymond Sider or Byron Carlson, so he could sometimes like pick up assists or two. That's the big thing: is the assist and, and goals are the biggest thing in a Calder race. Like you have to score a ton. You can't just bullshit it and be like, yeah. "Oh, my analytics are good." Well, nobody fucking cares because it's just a big drop. If you're an offensive guy, you have to have the most points. But if you're a defenseman, you don't necessarily have to have the most points out of rookies. You know, like. Like I said for Cider, like Cider's second right now in points for rookies, but the fact that he's a defender that close in leading rookies in points says a lot. Interesting. Um, like Kale McCarr, Kale McCarr definitely did. I doubt Kale McCarr led rookies in points did. two years ago. Yeah, did but he? when you're you still got to put up like a, a good number of points. No, yeah, I, I mean he is a, though. That's like, that's what I'm saying. McCarr led rookie scoring. Yeah. All right, <laughs> all right, all right. I got I got shit to do. Yeah. So, so we're gonna wrap this one up. We're gonna go <laughs> ahead and say thank you all so much for watching and listening. Obviously, listening, you can't watch this. Listening um, to this episode of the Pizza Here podcast. Travis, one more thing before you go. We have a tradition. We need a title. What is your favorite kind of pizza, my man? Ooh. Pepperoni. Jesus. Okay. Um, I don't want to title it just pepperoni. <laughs> I'm going to come up with something title. very interesting. Oh. We do appreciate. Actually, go ahead. Go ahead. You go ahead. Buffalo chicken. That works. That All works. right. That I can do that. Buffalo chicken featuring Travis Tuthill. Yeah. Sweet. Um, but, uh, yeah. All right. Motivation for the day. Uh, yeah. I've heard this one before. Uh, it's nice to be important. 
but it's more important to be nice. Everybody, it costs you nothing to be nice to people, baby. Go be nice. Go change the world. Make the world a better place. Make somebody smile today. Thanks for listening, Travis. Thanks for coming on today. We appreciate it. We love you. Love you. I'll kiss you next time. (laughs) We'll see you guys next time. Uh, Have a good good day. day. Remember to uh, hug your grandmothers. Say you love your loved ones and be. Please end the recording.